The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Wednesday edition of Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company here from the Star in Frisco in the SWBC studios. Today we break down the Cowboys defense going up against that highly, highly lethal Minnesota Vikings. Is that highly lethal Minnesota Vikings offense, but a Cowboys defense, Minnesota offense. Patrick Nosey Walker. We've got Isaiah Stanback. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Gentlemen, it's time to turn the page. Let's it do it, man. Turn I'm more it. of an audio book type of guy myself, so I just push the next button. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No? No. I don't, I don't have time to sit and read. Sir, I am a traditionalist. I Are am you? a writer. I need, I need yeah, to see, feel the thing. paper turning. Yeah. That's a whole ambiance, man. Yeah, that's, I'm, a, I'm that's, glad. that's a vibe. My lifestyle's a little crazy. I don't... Have the time to sit My, there. Mine isn't pages. exactly. <laughs> if I'm sane. sitting down, if I'm sitting down, it's usually watching film. I, I, that's fair. Look at that commitment he has for you guys, Cowboys listen, Nation. There's you a hear that? Lot to be said for uh for I, sitting down with a book. I wish I like turning that. pages. I wish I. Liked. I love it. I gotta have it. I tried audio books. I even tried the, yeah. the digital versions. Like, and I'm going to show some age here, I guess. But you know, like the Kindle Fires and, and things like that. Yeah. Um. You know, not the same. It's not the same for I me. Feel it's it. just not. I so. wish I liked reading like that. It's never been like my like my piece, man. Like it's just never my thing. Unless I'm reading something about technology mm-hmm. or. Or sports or cars. Those that's those are my well, cars. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, cars. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I would I'm read build. a book. So I bought a. Uh, cars, yeah. I bought a book. The designer of like the F1 cars. Mm. Uh, Red Bull had like a team principal that wrote a whole book. It's literally called How to Build an F1 Car. It's the most interesting piece of technology. Like. To read, That's like it's awesome. unbelievable. You guys hear that? If Christmas time is coming up. If you guys want to gift Mr. Kyle Yumans with himself <laughs> with a gift, buy him anything F1. F1. Just, yep. just send it to the star and just yep. put Kyle K Y on Slap there. Slap it on there and K-Y, get it up here, yep. and then he'll get it. Yep, F1 only. Very, very nice. If you yep. want to buy him an F1 I, car? Be great too. That'd be yeah, great. That too. Sounds good to me. Those experiences where you get to drive them and stuff. Yeah. I'm all for it. Who, 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 who would you drive for? Would you drive for? Uh, like if I had to choose yeah. a team, I mean. I, right now, Red Bull, because then you win the most money. Um, but not mad at that. Yeah, my favorite team is McLaren, though. I okay. like McLaren a lot. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. I was going to say I'd, I'd take McLaren just because, I, and I'm not going to call them underdogs by any stretch. Of they are technically. You but know, at this point, you know yeah, their they moved here. Yeah. McLaren is now operating out of Capel, Texas. I think there there's a branch of it because the F1 facility is oh, in London, yeah, not F1. but yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they do have like a facility, yeah. and yeah. and that's really cool. cool. Uh, you were asking what's on our Christmas? Yeah, what's list? on your Christmas list? This I year? want the Cowboys to get a win. That's what you in want the Super for Bowl. Yeah, that's mm. my Super Bowl, or I want a, a Super late, Bowl. It's a late present. It is a little late. Now, I won't get it until February. I'm 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 okay, okay. waiting. I'm okay waiting. Uh, yeah. So what if it's on? Dude, back there's order? like zero on my Christmas list. I'm zero. Getting, I'm getting married. I have no wants. No wants wow. at all. I'm so happy. I can't say this. My, my, one, is, my yeah. one is similar. I'm, I'm easy when it comes to gifts because I don't I don't ask for much. I'm you know pretty pretty simple guy. But um but beat those Eagles, damn it. 
Wow. Like, put that on a bowl under the Christmas tree for me. Like, I'm trying to We're unwrap committed. that on Christmas Eve. I see Eve. the commitment level. Yeah, yeah I, I usually – I don't ask for anything. I usually get stuff myself, so people hate gifting. What do you want? This year? Yeah. I don't ask for a lot. So when I ask for things <laughs> or when I want things, it's usually it's a, a big pretty thing. big yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, there is a new TV, Kyle. Mm. It is a 98-inch TV. Mm. You were talking about this the other day. That's right. You were trying to plant the seed. I'm right. studying it. I've been, uh-huh. I've been re- I'm a researcher. When I see something yeah. that I like, I research it. So I've watched probably at least 30 YouTube videos. It's technology. On it so you're reading. It's technology. So I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm locked in. I want it. I want it. I might have to do a couple okay. side gigs. So but I'm going to get it. I'll get you some side gigs. Can you do basketball? How about how about we <laughs> how about we combine ours? You get your ninety eight inch TV, so we can watch the Eagles lose on Christmas Eve. Mm. Let's double up on the Christmas. I mean, we're all... created a GoFundMe page. If anybody wants yeah. to donate to my GoFundMe page, stop <laughs> it. You, if anybody <laughs> needs right. need a GoFundMe <laughs> page, right. it's the business owner over here. Yeah, everybody knows entrepreneurs don't make money. We just spend it. Stop it. You've, mm, you're, okay. you've got some. You've got some okay. f- floor. Okay. You've got some foundation. Sell it, sell it hard. I ain't buying right. it. But you can sell it. Hard. <laughs> uh, all right, Patrick. News and notes. Cowboys back on the practice field today, trying to put that loss behind them and move forward to week number eleven. Right. So um, all eyes are going to be on two players specifically. Anthony Brown is going to be uh, one. Obviously, he entered concussion protocol on Sunday. He was knocked out of the game uh, against the Green Bay Packers on Tuesday, I believe. Um, Mike McCarthy said that it might have even been Monday. Monday, yeah. Mike McCarthy said that he definitely has a chance to take the field on Sunday. There's some optimism in the building, but again, I caution uh, fans against getting too optimistic because the concussion protocol is not. It has no give. Uh, you either reach the and pass the hurdles that you need to get on the field, and ideally, the Cowboys would like him to also have a, at least one full practice in before they take him to Minnesota and put him on that field, mm-hmm. or he probably won't play. So it just depends on on how the week goes for him in the concussion protocol. And the other player, obviously, all eyes are are on, is Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Zeke was all signs go. Uh, for the most part, going into Green Bay. He made the trip with the team as well. They did the pregame warm-ups, and they decided to sit him one more week, um, basically learning from the mistakes made in 2021. They want a 100% healthy Ezekiel Elliott going into the back end of the season, which obviously is the most important. So uh, as far as him being available for this week against the Vikings, uh, right after the, the loss to the Packers, he said, quote, I'll do everything I can, end quote, to get on the field. And today, Wednesday, is the first practice for him to, to get the work in doing that. So... That, that could be a huge boost. And it's not that Tony Pollard didn't perform well because obviously he did, but we talked about it yesterday. The style of running that Ezekiel Elliott presents might have helped you avoid a 14-point collapse in Green Bay. So you, you're going to need him on the field as soon as he is ready to go, and uh, we'll see if that's this week. Do you think that would have made a difference in that ball game, Isaiah, just having Zeke able to salt away a win up by 14 in the fourth? I know it, I, that's such a misleading stat because they scored almost immediately once right. the fourth, fourth quarter started. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Uh, doesn't change much. I don't think it changed much. I think you're going to be as successful as you were. You can't really ask to be more successful on the ground. It's just a commitment to the run. Mm. That's all it is. When you're averaging 5.1 on the ground, I don't see why you would go away from it. That's true. And just some minor transactions. Uh, Practice squad, Cowboys released uh, defensive back slash linebacker Micah Tafua on yesterday. Not Mika Tafua. Tafua. Tafua Hive. Sorry, Tafua Hive. I'm a Tafua Hive. Yeah. And so is our guy, John Oni. Huge Tafua guy. He was – the the game that Isaiah and I called in L.A., 
like the only highlight of the entire mm-hmm. second half was a Mika Tafua sack. <laughs> and I, it, like I cut it, it's yeah. totally going on my demo reel because it's a Cowboys game, and that was the only highlight that that yeah. I got to call. <laughs> and, and not Mika Tafua. Tafua's yeah, out for now. I actually but like he, him as a player too. He might, he might come back. You never know. Yeah. Um, he he did after his initial release, ended mm-hmm. back up on the practice squad. Uh, Alec Lindstrom, the center slash interior offensive lineman, was moved to practice squad injured reserve with a back issue. Cowboys worked out, and it's not official that they've signed these guys just yet because it hasn't been filed to the league, but they worked out Brock Hoffman, former center of Virginia Tech, uh, Mikhail Minette, former center of Penn State. I'm sure Michael Parsons loves that. And, man, I'm going to butcher this name. Apologies and advance Wisconsin for this one. Mm. Bo Bench Shawell, B E N Z S. He's from Wisconsin. Yeah, center from Wisconsin. When you when you put why do we need so many? Many, why why do we have so many centers from Wisconsin? That's fair. That's fair. But you know what? Uh, Lindstrom's injury explains why they've called up Shepley uh, the mm-hmm. past couple of games, and because it was Lindstrom who was in the lead for that, he he got called up once before. But when it was time to call him up again after the injury to Matt Farniak that sent Farniak to IR, uh, it wasn't Lindstrom. It was Shepley that got the call. So now we know why, because it's been a back issue deal, uh, that Lindstrom's been dealing with. Now he's on practice squad IR. Cowboys are expected to replace him with one or two of those players that I just mentioned, and which we won't mention here on the air. But I will say this, Cowboys fans, prep yourself, prep yourselves for one or two interesting additions to the practice squad that could happen today on Wednesday after this show is wrapped at, at some point today. So keep your eyes and ears to the street because a couple things might be happening. One or two are you things. teasing that way or are you? Are I, I'm you, teasing. Um, do you know what's happening? such a tease. <laughs> it's not official. So, Ooh. Mm. so we're not going to put it out there on the street. Mm. But had some conversations last night. A couple of very, very interesting names. It's not OBJ related because we're talking practice squad. These would be practice squad. That was going to be my next question. Yeah, these would be practice squad additions. But the Peter names. started out in practice squad. Yeah, but the name, correct. <laughs> they're veterans. They're veterans, Absolutely. and they're well-known veterans. Um, Did Dominic and Sue? Uh, no, it's not Sue. Uh-huh. I, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and question Well, dag nabbit. It's not Sue. <laughs> uh, but it's still still two very interesting names. <laughs> and um, so we'll see if one <laughs> or both land to the practice squad today. Uh, so, again, just keep your ears to the street. But no, it's not Sue. And because, again, it is practice squad related, we're not talking about OBJ either. Are yeah. you going to break the news for us when it happens? I, uh, I'm sure. Most likely. It'll be all over your Twitter. Most likely. If, yeah, most likely. Yeah. yeah. If, if I'm not tied up doing something else because my life is crazy, too. Mm, I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. Yeah. Did you hear the, the, the inflection on his voice there? My life, actually. <laughs> actually. Um, all right. So lots of roster moves and... Injury questions, I guess, on news and notes today. Mm-hmm. WWRD, what would Rob Phillips do? He liked my tweet on retweeting the show, so Toys he's probably like watching. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Rob. Tweet like a tiger. Toys so like a let's talk about the Cowboys defense. Okay. What was your grade of how they played outside of the run defense on Sunday against Green Bay? What was your grade? What would you give them? Outside of the run. Yeah, take the run defense out of it. Take away the 207 yards rushing. Because already that's not good. But I want to take it outside of that. My The point that I'm leading to, and I guess we could go ahead and go straight there, is you made Christian Watson yeah, I was, yeah. look like Devontae Adams. You want my grade since he's thinking about yeah. it? Yeah. It's an F. 
Really? Jesus. But if you take out the run defense, it's still enough. Jesus. Now, yeah. of course, it's it's impossible to separate the two because the inability to stop the run is what exposed you on the back end and with your secondary because mm-hmm. you had to overcommit to the run. You couldn't send coverage help when, where you needed it. Couldn't shade safeties where you needed it because you needed them to kind of you know be eyes forward, cheat forward in certain situations. So it's impossible to divorce the two items. However, um, that doesn't for me it doesn't delete the fact that Christian Watson subscribed to Twitter Blue and purchased his verification mark against you. This was a rookie who, um, to the to that point of the season. But is he not capable? He was one of the he was known as one of the the worst receivers when it came to drops. Understood. And he showed that. Right. He even showed it in the beginning yes. of the game, first yeah, uh, series. Yes. Two consecutive drops. Correct. Now, I will say to your point, he didn't get to the NFL by being known for dropping. Yeah. Where was he drafted? That's a good question. He was a second rounder. Pick. Yeah, he's a high pick. Uh, uh, Christian Watson was a, it's a he's a good so player. It's, it's a, you just can't, because somebody's having a bad yeah. season doesn't here's mean the that thing. they're not capable. Listen, here's I'm the thing, not though. saying that he's incapable. I'm saying that if you're coming in as one of the best defenses in the league, one of the better secondaries in the league, you do not allow a guy who has been struggling massively, and that guy is also a rookie. By also a rookie to go off for not one, not two. He's in the end zone counting the number of touchdowns. And he dropped two touchdowns. I went back and watched it. He did drop so, two touchdowns. You you let him go <laughs> off for over a hundred yards. I want you to show me that because yeah, I, I don't I don't see how those yeah. were touchdowns. Point being, he went over a hundred yards, three touchdowns, and he was of no consequence for the Packers re- receiving production prior to this game. You can't let that happen. So for me, it's enough for everyone except Trayvon Diggs. It's an F. Bland, and you know I love Bland. We love Bland. He he got some thumps. He got thumped yeah, he by did. Watson a couple times. Uh, Kelvin Joseph almost saved the day um, with that forced fumble on Aaron Jones that Jones ended up recovering for himself. But Jones had – I'm sorry, Kelvin had a couple of learning moments as well. Um, Malik Hooker, we love Malik Hooker, but even Malik Hooker because uh, Watson had those couple of drops early in the game. Uh, and I think, I think you mentioned it uh, yesterday – where Malik, on one of those, on the, I think Watson's second touchdown, Malik could have shaded when the ball was in the air to Watson, but he probably took that split second. It was like, oh, this guy's going to drop the ball. So I'm going. <laughs> and when he went back to the opposite direction, <laughs> it was too late, right? So it's like, it's like the guy who, it's like somebody who's been shooting threes really right. bad. So you just don't even go out there. Yeah, you don't even turn your back. And then all of a sudden, so he comes him. John Paxson, Steve Kerr, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Mark Price. So, um, Outside of Trayvon Diggs, who, as always, had uh, – Trayvon Diggs was an A+. Aaron wouldn't even throw at Trayvon Diggs. Um, but overall, secondary, and this goes to, as well, um, the decision to not in-game make the adaptation to travel uh, Trayvon on Watson. I'm, i got to go with an F. A-plus for Trayvon, but overall, secondary is an F for me. There's two lines on Christian Watson's Wikipedia page now only dedicated to this game specifically. <laughs> it's That's that's how bad it was. It's yeah. like, yeah, he was uh, combine and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's got all his combine measurements. And then it's like, in week 10 against the Dallas Cowboys, Watson had a breakout that's performance. All that's yeah. all there's only, I mean, there was only, yeah, what, 20 pass happen. attempts? Uh, there's total? only 20. Yeah, yeah, 20. So, I mean... He caught four. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a. I'll Completed give it a fourteen, s- not counting the drops. Which I give it a it C. No C. A C. Yeah, I give it a C. No C. Yeah, mid <laughs> mid mid grade C. No mid-grade, C. Mid grade C, like a seventy four point nine. Okay. You are oddly specific with your numbers. Like. I mean, that's because there were. I mean, I don't think that they were forcing drops. 
I think they, they were just drops. They were just drops. So they, they were open. Guys were open. Um, yeah, coverage could have been better. Packers, yeah. Packers could have scored well, in the first round. I thought we behind us, Kyle. I, but that's the thing, is now my I, question I, I yeah. turns. I use my fingertips to actually turn the page. Yep. And, I liked it. Huh? But you have to refer did to you, the other chapters the to get to the next one. Kyle, I actually. You've got you've to you've take the cha- take one page I, I know where he's just going, to look backwards. I, I, but I men in black my so, memory. Okay. He's about to blend it to I men in black my the memory. Vikings. There's a, there's a, a transition coming. Yeah, he's about to blend it to And the transition is. Patience. How do you take <laughs> Christian Watson and make him look like Devontae Adams? And, and then you turn Justin around Jefferson. and you play Adam Thielen and you play Justin Jefferson and you play TJ Hawkinson and you take them and you make them not look like their own selves. Yeah. I mean, that's my question moving into week 11. You're, you know, I, I mentioned this a while back. And I said, what happens when the defense is entitled to their bad day? Okay. Right. What What is your offense? Do you remember I, I, I posed that I question? Okay. I do. The offense was struggling. Yep. That was a bad day for the defense. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. It was a bad day, and they're entitled to a bad day. It's not something that you just accept and just say, "Oh, let's just move on." You address it, right? You highlight the bad things. Yes, you correct them, right? We're, we're, what we've done, okay? But they are entitled to a bad day, mm-hmm. and that's not their character. That's not who they are. Fact. They have an opportunity to bounce back, like Mystical said. Mm. You don't know who Miss Who is, do you? <laughs> I do. No, I do. I do. We've okay. had so, this conversation. So they're entitled to bounce back. So I'm going to give them the opportunity to bounce back. And I think they they play at a substantially higher level than what they play, they showed last week. And I think that they welcome the challenges of people who are perceived as being really good football players. And I think that they fell into the trap that is, that's what all competitors have fell into at some point in time where you face an opponent that's mm, really not that challenging on paper, mm-hmm. hasn't really shown you that they can stick with you and, and, and hang with you, and you go into that game kind of lackadaisical, and then they bust you in the mouth. Every single athlete ever who's been on a good team has faced that same thing, and it's like, dang, we laid an egg. Yeah, yeah you underestimated them. Yeah, absolutely you did, mm-hmm. and they took full advantage of you. Yep. Now you face a team that they're not – you can't go into that – with the uh, with the estimation that they're not going to do well. Nope. Right? These guys have dudes at every single position. They haven't necessar- necessarily shown up on the stat line, right? I think they have that's dudes. But they have dudes. They have dudes. At every single position on offense, okay? So, now I think that our defense now steps it back up and elevates their gameplay to what we've come to know because of the level of competition that they're facing. I think they lowered their standards last week. And and that always bothers me not necessarily uh, exclusively Cowboys related, but just in sports in general, you know, as a competitor myself, it's always, and you guys hear me say it a lot, and, you know, those who follow me on Twitter see me tweet it a lot. Don't play with your food. Mm-hmm. Do not play mm. with your food. You go in there and you just scarf <laughs> it down and move on to the next <laughs> plate. Because if you start playing with your prey, if you're the hunter and you start playing with your prey, then you end up losing it. Right, you end up regretting that decision. So, uh, I think there's a little bit of what happened with that. I don't think the Cowboys played down as far as Aaron Rodgers is concerned, because I think they understand exactly what Aaron Rodgers can do. But maybe they underestimated a Christian Watson and, and Alan Lazard, and you know they were like, "Oh, these guys aren't going to do." Oh, oh, how about and that? I? Ooh. <laughs> um, now, I will say this, kind of leading towards this point, you get slapped around like that. 
um, defensively, and this is a locker room, a defensive locker room, a locker room as a whole, but we're talking about the defense right now. This is a defensive locker room that has so much pride and so much competitive fire. You talk about Tank and you talk about Michael Parsons and, and, and some of these guys and Trevon Diggs and, you know, Sam Williams is coming along and, and you're starting to see Sam Williams competitive fire as well. And these guys, I just, I don't, I don't like the thought of them getting slapped around twice in a row. Mm-hmm. And and when I say I don't like the thought, I mean that disturbs my gut. Like my gut feeling is like I just I don't that's see the bubble it. guts. Like my, my gut just doesn't feel like that's gonna happen. Did you I eat feel the like same mystery meat is Heckman used to eat. Mm. Like y'all, meat? y'all are eating that impossible stuff from Burger King. <laughs> um my, my my main thing is I think this the Cowboys defense being gashed the way they did against the Green Bay Packers actually is going to work in their favor going against the Vikings because Aha! now now they see exactly what the Vikings are going to try to do between Cook and Madison. The, the Vikings said, hey, this worked, so what we're going to do, I guarantee you this is going to be the 15-script plan, first few scripts. It's going to be Dalvin Cook, edge, 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 Madison, middle, 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 middle. <laughs> play action, uh, Jefferson, play action, Thielen. Um, that, that's going to be They it. run a very West Coast offense. Yeah. Let's talk about that when we come back. I want to talk about what Minnesota has done well to get to this point in the season where they are 8-1, and one, they are at the top of the NFC, and then we look ahead to see how the Cowboys can slow them down when we come back. More Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company after this. When you build, you start with the foundation, and home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA equal housing lender credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here at the Star in Frisco, where, by the way, you could get your holiday photo with Santa, presented by Monument Realty. <laughs> Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District, across from Ascension Coffee, from November 18th through December 24th. Book your visit before December 2nd and save $5 with the code STAR5. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more information. So that's Santa's here in two days. I can't wait. You can go ask him for your uh, for your gift. Go mm. ask him for your 98-inch TV. Oof. He's got to cut the check for that. Red <laughs> rifle, that was you expensive. shoot your His eye elves, out. Elves yeah. are gonna have to get after it. Yeah, you shoot your eye out. That is expensive. <laughs> Favorite Christmas movie? Go. Go. A right. Christmas story. Okay, that's bad a Santa. Bad Santa. Mine's, well, mine is a tie. Can I can I get a tie? What's the other one? Uh, Christmas story and uh, Christmas vacation. No, I'm gonna back mine's up. Home Alone original. Ooh, so good. Not bad. So Not good. Bad. But uh, I, I got a good Chevy Chase and, and the family. Just to be different, I'm going to say Elf. I think Elf is hilarious. That's, That's so movie. good. That's that, cool. that movie's great. All right. Stop skipping Thanksgiving, though. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I've actually, I'm a Thanksgiving stan. It's time to hit the stores. Because if you wait till next week to go to the grocery store, you, be you, won't, no, you won't have no right. noodles. Hurt. And you won't have no cheese. It's going to be gone. No noodles Don't. and no cheese. Do you imagine me with that no noodles smoked, and no cheese? That smoked case or er, smoked mac and cheese ain't gonna work. I am going to the store today. Hams, yams, potatoes, tomatoes. Yes, you can go get it. <laughs> you name it. <laughs> All right. Second segment here of Talking Cowboys. Crips beam in the back. We've got Patrick Nosey Walker, Isaiah Stanback. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Isaiah, tell me what I or not Isaiah. Tell me what the Minnesota Vikings will be doing against this Cowboys defense. What do they do well? What is their identity? West Coast offense, and that means short, high-precision passes that simply move the chains. Run the ball when you need to run the ball. Come downhill, they have a two-headed monster in the backfield. People don't think about them as having a two-headed monster because they say, they share some of the same qualities, mm-hmm. but they're both very effective with the run game. And then when they want to pass, they just line up their weapons and just go short, high-precision passes, slants, yeah. drive routes, over routes. And then when you get honed in on that, oh crap! By the way, Justin Jefferson's out there one on one with your with your guy, and he's probably better than your guy most of the time. So they throw that up top, and then woohoo, win! Oh, and by the way, they just added uh, Hawkinson at the tight end position. So there's times where they line him up outside in a three by one set, and mm. it's like, okay, you want to play zone mm. or do you want to play man? Either way, we have a nice little advantage because if you play zone, then I have you know I have Jefferson on the inside versus your linebackers and your safeties. And if you want to play man, then you're putting a safety out there with Hawkinson, and you really just that's a bad matchup. I mean, Curse could probably handle that. I would much rather have McQuamu. Really? Versus, over versus Hawkinson? Over yes, Curse yes, length yes, length and well, footwork. I mean, Curse has footwork. length too. I was say footwork. footwork. Okay. They're both they both have the size footwork. What happened to to having the confidence level in J. Ron Curse to say he's going to negate box. a tight end in the box? Right, two coming off the line of scrimmage from a three two point stance. Things. Yes, okay. two you line him up outside. Different. I want the guy who's used to being out in space. Right now, you talk uh, exact. There it is. It's okay. in space versus in a phone box. booth. Yeah, 
Has that always been that way, or am I missing something? No, I don't think no. you're missing anything. No. I just think that that's his strength. That's his just strength. what he's he does safety. well. Yeah, okay. he's a box safety. There's nothing wrong with that. Just play him to his strength. Don't put him on on, on, on freaking Rob P. Island and he's not used to swimming. Right. And that, that's the that's the beauty. <laughs> <laughs> there you, you know go. What I'm saying? There you go. <laughs> that's just I unfair. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's the that's the beauty of curses is, is that the the way in which he is able to delete tight ends is typically he keeps them in the phone booth. He's, yes. He disrupts them enough where by the time they are able to exit the phone booth, the timing is already off for that route, and the quarterback has already moved on from his progression. But to Isaiah's point, if you're talking about lining up outside of that phone booth, uh, you will probably – consider more Izzy than J-Ron, which is not a knock to J-Ron. It's just understanding Strengths. where guys excel yeah. and, and putting them in, in positions to win. Um, for me, it's, it, it's, it's as I said before the break, the, the Vikings are going to try to take a playbook, a page out of the playbook of, of the Green Bay Packers, and they're going to use Dalvin Cook to try to hit the edge, 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 to try to stretch the interior of the defensive uh, line laterally, yeah. get them thinking sideways instead of north-south, and then they're going to try to use Madison to go up the middle. It's execution for the Cowboys because there were a couple of times on the first drive that they could have had TFLs. If they turned those into TFLs instead of missed tackles against the Vikings, now you get the Vikings uh, who are an offense that has weapons. Unlike Green Bay, they kind of already want to pass the ball. So give them a reason to want to pass the ball. Mm -hmm. And this is where it can begin working in the Cowboys' favor. Mike McCarthy said pass rush is a privilege. He's absolutely right. If you can stop and disrupt that that 15-play script of we're going to establish the Mm -hmm. run, make Kirk Cousins start second-guessing and saying, you know what, I'm just going to throw our way to victory 40, 45 times, you're probably going to get two interceptions off of four opportunities for interception. This is a guy who has, what, eight interceptions to only 14 touchdowns. Kirk Cousins can be had. He can be broken. And it's not like they are scoring points, but it's not like they're world beaters. They haven't dropped a 40-burger yet. Mm -hmm. And most of their wins, more than half of their wins, are less than by less than 10 points. Um, At least four of their wins are four points or fewer. So this is a game where it, it might be close, all you have to do is execute and and hope the rest breaks breaks in your favor, unlike, you know, what happened in Green Bay where everything was just breaking against you in a close game. Do your job, stop the run, force the game on Kirk Cousins, trust Trevon on Justin <clears throat> Jefferson. We've seen that he can get that job done. And then scheme up everything else as you need to. If it comes to Izzy on the outside versus J. Ron on the outside, scheme up whatever else you need to, but it has to start with stopping the run and forcing it on the shoulder of Kirk Cousins. He'll make mistakes. Then you just have to take the ball away. And then it goes, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, then it goes to Dak and his receivers. Mm -hmm. Are we communicating well this week? I hope we are. Yeah. (laughs) They have a ton of turnovers. Yeah, they'll give it to you, right? That's what I'm saying. They will give you the ball. 15 from what I'm counting. They'll give you opportunities to take the ball away. Just take it away. And when you do, Dak and CD. Are we communicating well this week? <laughs> I hope we are. Walkie talkies. I hope we are. Dad and CD want a walkie talkie for Christmas. Yeah, everybody. I think Dallas is. This is interesting. <laughs> this is the one week where I'm less confident in Dallas's defensive matchup than I am in Dallas's offensive matchup. I feel like Dallas Do can score. I feel. I feel like Dallas can score. And like I, like you said, I don't want to give too much away because we are going to talk about it tomorrow right. in depth. But. I, I'm more worried about Minnesota's offense than I am about Minnesota's defense. And for good That's reason. not unfair. The weapons are there. It's, they have it at every single position with the Dalvin Cook in the backfield. Kirk Cousins is having the season of his career. You've got multiple weapons that are either former All-Pros or current All-Pros or 
all of them are close to being all pros. I mean, they're all good players. So Jesus, who's who's got the most pressure on them defensively? I don't know. They, this the this offense is court. boring. You think it's linebacker? It's the linebacker. Court. You think so? I mean, I don't. I don't think there's one position necessarily because. You got to run him no, back. He said the most pressure. Yeah, not not yeah, the only pressure. Yeah. The just, most pressure. Pressure's know. on the unit as a whole. Yeah, the, the entire defense is is under pressure to recover from what happened last week. But the unit, in my eyes, that has the most pressure would have to be the linebackers because until the linebackers help set the edge, and I know you, you spoke about the secondary yeah. assisting as well. But for me, as, as until the linebackers help set that edge and force. The, the runner running backs into the meat of that interior defensive line that doesn't have to think laterally because they're not getting stretched, that's going to continue to be the problem. And I really hope Anthony Barr is on this field for a couple reasons. One, I, I, you see why you need him. And, yeah. and on top of that, former team, he's going to be juiced yeah. to get this done. So for me, it's it's the it's linebacker. Okay. I'm going to set a defensive line. Mm. For a number of reasons, obviously for the running, for the run stopping, but I would say primarily for the pass rush. Okay, if we can't get to Kirk Cousins this week, this might be a heck of a day. Just because of the standpoint, if he has time, then he has time to get the ball to these guys. And on every play, somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to win. You're not going to stop four guys that are fully capable of catching the ball and running great routes every play. Somebody is going to win on each on one of those plays, right? Unless DQ just has his called up absolutely perfectly for that for that particular play. So if he has time to find his open guy, he's going to find that open guy. Going to do it. He's going to do it because he's not relying on one guy to get open. He's not just looking at a CD Lamb and hoping that he gets open. He's not just looking at a Dalton Schultz hoping he gets open. He has a guy across the board that can win. So when you have that as a quarterback, all you're looking for is some comfort. Just give me a little bit. Some just give me. Just food. give me. Just give me a little bit of time, right? <laughs> give me some yams. Give me some mashed potatoes. Give me some. Give me some greens. You know, fill me up. Let me sit back there and Collard's chill. Not mustard. Yeah, 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 yeah. No mustard. Yeah, but give me. A, give me in the recliner, and just let me sit back there and chill. Well, well, here's what what it's really going to boil down to, and you make an excellent point. I'm glad you you noted for the listeners and the viewers that Kirk Cousins and the Vikings offense likes to run a West Coast. That means they're they're going to get some slants off. They're going to yes. get these quick passes off, and don't let that frustrate you too much because that's how they're trying to keep your pass rushers at bay yep. with the quick ends and, and things like that. Yak has to be deleted, and for me, that goes right back to the linebackers, and additionally, it goes to the safety unit. The cornerbacks are going to be busy covering their guys, yeah. but the safety unit, when these inside routes are happening and these quick outs and things like that, don't allow a, a five-yard gain to become – a 45-yard game, right? Yak and, and the, the deletion of Yak in this game is, I believe, what's really going to be the tale of the take, tape of afterwards. I think the Cowboys, I don't think they're going to let two teams, in a, well, three teams in a row, um, <laughs> run for over 200 yards. And I, I toss the Bears out. I don't really care about that. I, I, that's on record. I mean, you let them do it. You didn't let the Packers do it, which is why it's so disheartening. I don't think they let the Vikings do it. I think they have enough wherewithal and talent and schematics to go in and say, you know what, that's not going to happen again. Um, from there, just delete the yak. These receiving weapons are a problem, and they're going to get the ball in their hands. Thielen, the Vikings are hoping that once they get the ball in their hands, that my guy is better than your guy in space. Thielen or Justin Jefferson, which one's better yak yardage right now in their career? Because I know at one point 
Thielen was one of the best in the league. I, I still say it's Thielen. You still think so? I think uh, Jefferson is more it's of a contested guy. big play, go up and get the ball and come down with it. Did y'all see that catch he made against Buffalo? Absolutely. Jesus. Absolutely. Just sick. Just It was an interception until it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, the defender had both hands on it. And with one hand, horizontal backwards to pull that. That's vicious. That was vicious. Uh, which Justin one? Jefferson has over 1,000 yards already? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been nuts. <laughs> It's been unbelievable. But let me tell you about this Trayvon guy. I hear you, but he doesn't follow, obviously. So he had two. F- <laughs> just maybe, maybe this. Week. So you're saying I just, I hear there's you, but based on what we've seen it? so far, he doesn't travel. So, so, so you're saying there's a chance. They now, of course, they Give played me, each GQ. other. They played each other in college. And I know he's then they, they turn around. And, well, they played each other they last each year, other and they shut two down. two for twenty one was what Justin shut Jefferson got yep. against he, Trayvon. He shut him Day. down when he's on that side. I, I just wonder if Dan Quinn is more apt to that conversation, more open to that conversation in a week wherein you saw Christian Watson do what he did. And you may not have Anthony Brown uh, opposite Trevon Diggs. That's uh, you know, yeah. So you can't now. You can't follow. Not this I don't week. Know that I agree with this you. week you can't follow. No. Why? He, he's going to say because it's too many weapons. It's too many weapons. Too many weapons. Now you can't follow. Last week that dude's getting off. For, hey, go where go wherever he goes because we can shut down everybody else. Hey, man. Yeah. Go. go yeah. Exactly. <laughs> go to the toilet. All right. Okay. No. <laughs> but this week, don't even consider it. Don't consider it because there's just too many guys. There's too many guys. That's not. I know. I know. Cowboys Nation gonna get mad. Oh, well, we got some dudes too. Yeah, you do. Absolutely. But these guys, again, if they have time to sit back and throw the ball, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, right? Osborne, Cook. He said Thielen. All right. He did. Yeah. Hawkinson. He said he said Hawkinson since coming to, to to Minnesota has played in two games. Mm-hmm. Okay, 16 catches on 19 targets. 16 catches on 19 targets. It's uh, steady. Here's my thing, though. Trevon can't cover everybody. No, he cannot. So you put him on their best receiver, and then you look at your other cornerbacks and safeties, and you say, and hybrid linebackers, figure it out. Curse, Izzy, Mukwamu, <sighs> and say, figure it out. Because my problem with not traveling him in a game like this is you're basically saying, Trevon, we understand you can't cover everybody. So we're not going to have you travel with the best guy. We because if they move the best guy over to the right side of the field, we we blank out the second best guy. But me as an analyst, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, what? Yeah. You best on best, and me, I'm looking at okay. Well, your second best cornerback is Anthony Brown. If he's not on the field, you're looking at a third best cornerback in Kelvin Joseph versus Deshaun Wright, Deron Bland. Those are the guys that I'm tasking. Against the number two target, the number three target. That's my thought process. Is he, Trevon can't be everywhere, but where he can be. Do you like him in the slot? Uh, and, and they are going to play just now. <laughs> no, I don't like saying. him in the slot. That's what I'm saying. That's why you can't. Sh- that's why you can't shadow this game. Just real quick though, I want to play devil's advocate to this point a little bit more. But we're going to take our break first. When we come back, we'll wrap things up and take a look ahead here with more talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. 
it's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Experience the magic of the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters during Christmas time. With your ticket, you can enjoy a 45-minute guided tour, Christmas cookies, and take away a limited edition Dallas Cowboys ornament. Select dates are now available and will sell out fast. Book your visit now at thestarinfrisco.com slash tours. If you're lucky enough... To get on a tour, to get that ticket and get your ornament, you also might see Isaiah Stanback. Heck yeah. You may also see Patrick Nosey Walker mulling around. You better believe it, champ. You might see me. Maybe Chris Beam will even make an appearance. Beamer? The real star of the show. Mm -hmm. No, I don't know about that. Beamer, would you rather be Santa or would you rather be an elf? Excuse me? What? <laughs> Would you rather be Santa or an elf? Where's this going? Well, yeah, why? what are you asking? Santa just drives the thing and drops stuff off. He's the, the main character, the They got though. access to everything. Why would, why would anybody... The elves got access to everything. Just saying. Would you rather be an elf? Yes. That's dumb. No, it's not. That's dumb. The elves I'm have crushing your dreams right now. Santa That's... doesn't see the toys until they're done. And they're wrapped up. Okay. Somebody's got to orchestrate the whole thing. Come on, man. Would you rather be Santa wrapped toys? Would you rather be Willy Wonka or the Oompa Loompas? Like, you would rather be Willy Wonka, dude. You run the show. Willy Wonka's a part of every process. Did you see that movie? He sees everything. He exactly. So does Santa. Santa. Yes. No, Santa doesn't. He, he does. sees it's you when song. you're sleeping. You well, he that's knows when you're away. awake. Well, that's freaking creepy, Kyle. You know? hey, I don't want to see him when I'm sleeping. Ways. And yet he does. <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Telling you. That's like the whole point of the song. 
more likely if you see Isaiah at the star, it will be at the training table, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. Yeah. Watching watch film. <laughs> Morally is you'd rather be Santa. Yeah. I'm, I'm Give me a Keebler. No! Keebler. Oh, my god! I love the process. Oh All right. I love the process. Let's wrap, thing. let's wrap things. <laughs> rather be a worker than a boss? Uh-huh. I should just end on that note. We can end up <laughs> two and a half minutes early for Beamer. Uh, playing devil's advocate to, to what you were talking about with – Putting and sticking Trayvon on the top receiving target, which I guess in this case... This week. This week, it's Justin Jefferson, right? Mm. We all agree. Justin Jefferson is the number one guy. Absolutely. So, last week, who would have been the number one guy for Green Bay? (laughs) Alan Lazard, probably. There was no one until there was. It's probably Alan Lazard. There wasn't a consensus like, oh my gosh. It was was Alan. Which is why you just played your base But you wouldn't have gone in, which is why I was fine going in with the scheme to not travel. Correct. It was when Watson started going off that the, had the alarm should have went off. And so he said, hey, okay, go get him. And that's where I'm leading. If Justin Jefferson is shut down, and then you've got Adam Thielen running all over the place. He's got the yards after the catch. He's looking like old Adam Thielen again. Do you switch it? Do you make that decision then? Why, why not this week? Because Justin Jefferson is a different breed from, okay, let's say – Last week, the difference would have been if you put him on in real time, if you adapted and said, Trevon, okay, this Watson kid, he's starting to go off. Go over there. Mm-hmm. I don't believe Lazard would have been able to do to the second and third and fourth cornerback what Justin Jefferson can do if you take – if you're foreshadowing him with Trevon and then you take Trevon off to go cover Thielen. Now Justin Jefferson is going to have his entire Thanksgiving meal – and, and for the rest of that day. That's the difference. You're talking about Alan Lazard versus Justin Jefferson. Yeah. No, that's that's not a comparison. So that's the difference for me. Okay. Isaiah. Do you think that Adam Thielen is the same Adam Thielen of past? No, but he's still dangerous. Yeah, I'm I'm there. He's not Adam Thielen, but he's also really still good. <laughs> like right. He's still really good. Right. What makes him not Adam Thielen? The fact that he's not getting the targets? Uh, no, he doesn't have the same explosiveness. Yeah, he's lost a little bit of okay. his yeah. We're not going to say a whole step. Lost a hitch in his giddy-up? Yeah, lost a half step. Still, I mean, it happens with age and, and just the number of years he's played in the league. You get beat up and your body just is not moving as quickly. Are you confident well? with your number two DB facing him man-to-man? No. Especially it, who's my number two DB? Deron, <laughs> it's fact, probably Deron Bland and <laughs> – Depending on who's in the slot, let me, let me rephrase Calvin that question. Joseph. Are you confident with anybody aside from Trayvon Diggs playing man-to-man versus Adam Thielen? No. No, not at all. Not entirely, but th- there will be more confidence if Anthony Brown was on the field. I bet that that's not a – well, that's possible. Yeah, yeah. There, there, if Anthony Brown is on the field, and I know there's a you know much maligned um, player in Anthony Brown, and yeah, he, he, he'll give up the play every once in a while, but so every cornerback does eventually. But I've also seen, and I could point out, there's plenty of film, and Isaiah, you watch the film, so you know as well, plenty of times uh, Anthony Brown has – prevented a touchdown from happening mm-hmm. where a touchdown should have happened. So he is, in fact, your, your best cornerback outside of Trevon Diggs. So if he's on the field, then I have much more confidence. Am I 100% okay. confident? No. I have much more, though, mm-hmm. uh, if Brown is there. If Brown is not on the field, that's a lot of youth going against Adam Thielen. And, oh, that's, that's a learning a opportunity. Which right? got, so that means the safeties are really going to have to help. They're going to have to help more than they usually do. So who do you put on Hawkinson if the safeties are well, helping? We thought, well, we talked about this. You might listen. Well, now, you're, now you're now you're single funny? high. Wouldn't it be funny yep. if you saw uh, a couple <laughs> sets where it was both Izzy That's and the problem. <laughs> you see what I'm you see what I'm That's getting at. Problem, you see what I'm getting at. It'd you're be, you're gonna be forced you some sets with both J Ron and Izzy. You're going to be forced be to be a single high in this game. Yeah, 
And guess who your single high is? It's Malik Hooker. Malik Hooker. And he hadn't played particularly well over the last couple of weeks either. I've, I've, I've not been impressed by what I've seen on the film from Malik Hooker at times through the last three weeks. Doesn't mean he's a bad player. No, Doesn't mean he can't play gonna, poorly, well, you but know he hasn't that, been. But you're going to be you know what that means. It's time for a big game. Oh yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, that's what time, it means. it's. It, he's due. I smell. He's due. You smell it. <laughs> if, you, if you smell, oh what, man, what Malik is cooking. Oh gosh. Here we go. We'll see how it happens. We'll see what happens going up into the weekend. But tomorrow we flip it. We flip the script. Flip it real good. Yep. Cowboys offense like versus the Minnesota defense. Can C.D. Lamb have a repeat of what he did last week against Green Bay and continue to flip that book? You can hear it now. The pages continue to turn. That chapter is getting closer and closer. Week 11 of the NFL season. For Chris Beam, Patrick Nosey Walker, Isaiah Stanback, I'm Kyle Yeoman. Special thanks to our friends at Black Rifle Coffee Company. We'll see you tomorrow with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this?